Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast episode 51 with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jess Hunt. And welcome to episode 51. Almost got to the year, Jay. Almost. We'll talk about that in the next one. Yep. <laughs> um, so, lovely to be with you again. I think we're going to have some very interesting conversations because today's topic is dun, 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 frustration. Frustration. And I think it's, yeah, it's a really good one because, because I'm very good at getting frustrated particularly with myself not usually with other people but I think um, I think it's something that all of us experience at various times in our lives and it's something that that I've been working on for quite a long time and I don't I'm not as bad as I used to be and I, I've seen a big improvement in the way that I deal with things and um, and and how often I get frustrated but I still experience it and it's yeah it doesn't do you any good when you get frustrated because it puts you in your head. It can make you very scattered, and you feel like you're taking two steps forward and three steps back. That's certainly how it feels like to me at times. And it's really then about getting yourself back in the now and um, taking a few deep breaths, dropping into your heart, and looking at where you go from there. What say you? Mm-hmm. I say I agree. <laughs> it's a feeling so frustration is a feeling of it's it's like a really deep sense of insecurity i guess and or dissatisfaction from an unresolved problem or something that's you're trying to get done that you're not getting done or you're trying to do one thing and you've got 10 other things and so, for, you know, for example, you want to do something at home and you've got the phone ringing, you've got uh, one of the kids turning up on the doorstep, you've got the grandchildren there, you've got Charlie barking away, you've got all this stuff going on and you can't focus or get on with the thing that it is you want to do. So that creates this feeling of, uh, I think it, it kind of links into helplessness or hopelessness. Um, I think there's a link to those of feeling that it's out of control so the frustration comes possibly from feeling out of control of the situation in that moment yeah i think that's probably correct but i also get well yeah but it's also frustrated i get frustrated when things don't go right or i can't get things right or yeah it's taking me longer to do something than it should have taken me to do <laughs> if I ended up in my head um well okay let's, let's so, just pick up on that a second it's taken me longer to do than it should have done or, or should have taken me to do well who defines how long it takes to do and just because it takes you x amount of time one time why should it always take you x amount of time you know what that's that's a good point isn't it, it and it's me mm -hmm. setting my expectations and, and my yeah, my expectations on myself and of how long something should take me. 
So then frustration is linked to expectations. Yeah, that's a good point. And it's my expectation of myself. And to be fair, I've always had very high expectations of myself, <laughs> which isn't a bad thing. But equally, it can put you under a lot of pressure if you if you aren't kind to yourself. And recognise, if you don't recognise that, you know, sometimes things things change and are out of your control and therefore you just have to go with the flow and be in the moment and recognise what's important in that moment in time. Yes, and, and that, in terms of dealing with it, in dealing with anything in terms of, if you've got multiple things that you need to do, uh, multiple tasks or things that you need to get done you can only really do one thing at any one time even if people say oh I can multitask and that you're only actually focusing on one thing at any one time so even if you're doing three things at once you are only focusing in the moment you are only focusing on one thing at any one time even though you're cycling around all three of them very quickly so <laughs> that's the first thing but the point is you can only deal with one thing or you can only deal with what you can control in that moment. So we've talked about this before in various episodes. We only have now, you know, what happened in the past or what happened a few minutes ago when we started this podcast. We can't change that. I mean, I can in that I can edit it, but that would be done in the future, which would then be now. <laughs> but what's happened has happened. So what we've said is now recorded and it is now on, I was going to say on tape, but that would have been the old days. So it's now recorded. Let's just, leave, <laughs> let's just leave it as recorded. Um, do you remember sticking the, the bit of the sellotape over the little square hole on the back of tapes where they've been broken off so you could re-record them? Yeah, it's yeah. great. Um, so if we assume I couldn't change it, I couldn't edit it with recording, then what's happened has happened. There's no point in worrying about what has happened. We just worry or not worry about what we focus on is what we can do or what the impact of that is. The trouble is we get frustrated with things where. And it, it can trigger things like, you know, anger, annoyance, disappointment, where things don't turn out how we expect them to or we have our own view of what we want to get done today and then outside circumstances such as somebody else comes along and says oh I need this from you I need that from you can you do this whether that's a client whether that's a child whether that's a parent whether that's whoever so we have an expectation right I'm going to sit down and we've done this as parents I certainly have I'm sure you have sit down for five minutes with a cup of tea and a book and you just think oh do you know what I just need to just sit down and have a cup and the phone rings or the doorbell goes or child comes in or, or whatever it is. It's just like, oh, can I just have five minutes? Mm. But that's because we set our expectation of having five minutes sitting, reading a book. But sometimes other things take priority. Other people don't have the same priorities or focus that we have to them. Their thing might be more important. Oh, mum's just sitting reading a book. I'll go and I'll go and speak to her because she's not doing anything. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So it's about I I think I think that it's about we set expectations of what we want to do in that moment or what we feel we need to be doing in that moment. 
and then something shifts, whether it's internal or external. So whether that's something externally coming into the situation that's now trying to get our attention and take our attention away from what we were focused on, or whether it's something internal where we've set ourselves an expectation of, oh, this should only take me an hour. And then we start struggling with it. But then we then go into our head because we're struggling with it. And because we're in our head, we then can't intuit what we actually need to do in that moment to resolve it. So it ends up taking longer than it should compared to the time we allocate to it. Because when we're in our hearts and we, we're in flow and things are all clicking into place, then it doesn't take as long. It takes as long as it needs to take. But just because it took five minutes to do previously the last time you did that task doesn't mean that that thing is always going to take you five minutes. Sometimes it might take you 10. Sometimes it might take you two. Sometimes it might take you an hour. But it's how you deal with the fallout from that because we get upset and get into that place of frustration, which is a negative, if you're going to class as positive and negative emotions. But it's a, it's a negative emotion. So it's going to be draining us of energy. It's going to be taking away from us. And pushing us into our heads as well and yeah. into our thoughts. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I'm very aware that that happens when I get frustrated. And I try not to. But sometimes when a morning is chaotic, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't care, I don't deal with chaos very well because I can only deal with one thing at a at a time they do say women as they'd be able to multitask easily i'm not so sure that's true maybe i'm an anomaly but but you know when you when you need to be focused if there's chaos going around you and you're getting pulled every which way it can end up and i do end up getting a bit frustrated because i've not achieved what i felt needed to be achieved at that particular moment in time which which I, I kind of take on board what you're saying is that maybe that's because it's not the priority in that particular moment in time. And I need to recognise that it's not the priority in that particular moment in time and that it's OK to let it go. Take a, a deep breath and go, what is it that I actually need to do at this moment in time? Do what I need to do and then go back to what I was doing. That all makes sense. Yes. Um, and, and it's... And maybe there's um, an element of feeling out of control um, when when I get situations like that. And as I say, it's it's not as bad as it used to be. And and I, I certainly don't get as upset as I used to. But I do I do still get a bit frustrated sometimes when things don't quite go to plan. And I, and, and and of course, what you're doing when you're getting frustrated is you're stepping out of flow. Yes. Um, and 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 so so sometimes you just and and it's something that I will do is I'll just go right I'm getting frustrated with this I need to walk away from it and I'll go and take Charlie out for a walk or I'll make a cup of tea or I'll do a bit of painting because I know that always drops me back into my heart or I will um, do something completely different and then I'll go okay, what do I do need to do now let's sort this out. Um, unless, of course, there's some kind of major priority, like I have to do the school run, so I've got to leave whatever else I'm doing, and because um, I've got to be there on time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, it, it is, isn't it? It's about 
recognizing that if you're starting to get frustrated, you're pushing yourself out, out of flow. And if you're out of flow, then things are going to take a lot longer than if you're in flow. Yes. And that, that you need to just take a step back and prioritize what is it in this moment that's really important. I and mean, this is something that I'm really working on at the moment. And priorities and prioritizing has been brought to my attention. Um, that I, I need to be much more aware of the priority in the moment rather than what my priority is. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it makes sense. Yeah. So, so my priority may not be, so for example, me taking photographs and trying to get stuff off on Etsy and then getting pulled every which way because telephones go in, grandchild wants me, Charlie wants to go out, um, may mean that, um, that I don't get done what I want to get done. And it's, when I think about it, it it's frustration. When I do get frustrated, it's because I haven't done what I need to do. But then you had a good point. Um, I think it was with, where we've discussed this before, not on a podcast, but where you've said, but maybe you didn't need to get that done right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but, it, but it's because it's, I've kind of got to shift myself from my priorities to universal, universal priorities. And, and this is and this is quite a shift to make, and I'm sure I'm not the only person who who would struggle with that. But it, it's it's you know when we're heart centered, to be in flow, we need to be working with universal priorities, which may be different to our own priorities. So the universe will will or or through source or whoever you want to, however you want to see it. Um, will present you with something in that moment and you need to then intuit, you need to feel it, um, whether that is the priority in the moment or whether what you're doing in that moment is still the priority. Absolutely. It's... And, it, and it is a big shift, <laughs> isn't it, don't you think? Because, because we're programmed to believe that we have to prioritise our work. You know, if I think back to school days, I think certainly when I think back to um, my nursing days and my sales job days, it'd be like, well, what's my priority for today? I've got to get this, this, this and this done. And I'd have a list of my priorities and what I've got to get done. These days, I try and have a list quite often. <laughs> quite often they don't get done um, in the order that I think that think at the beginning of the day they need to be done. But but kind of, it's, it's kind of a shift over to also accepting, I think it is an acceptance, that what needs to be done in that particular day will get done, no matter what. Even if what you feel should be done in that day doesn't get done. Yes, and that's the point I was going to bring up but you kind of cut me off and I got a bit frustrated no I didn't get, I didn't get frustrated at all so the thing I'm hearing is that it's about so we set a we set a, an agenda for the day this is what we need this is what I need to do I need to get this done and a list of things but what I feel I need to do isn't necessarily what needs to be done 
Mm. Because there might be something that I haven't, that I'm not aware of in this moment that I'm setting my day that is actually more important. It may not have come into my awareness yet, and it may come into my awareness later in the day. And it could be something. Uh, so, for example, if, you know, if let's say you had one of the grandchildren and you were supposed to be picking them up from school. Uh, so you've set, you, you drop them off at school in the morning you're now doing your day you're working through your priorities to get them done and then the school phone you saying oh my goodness you know there's been an accident please can you come and pick or, or he no maybe not an accident but whatever but he's ill or, or one of the children's ill can you please come and pick them up and take them home all of a sudden that's now disrupted everything that you thought was important in that moment and now that becomes the most important thing to make sure getting there get get uh well, we were talking about one one particular child it doesn't matter but get the grandchild, make sure they're okay, get them the attention they need or what support they need, be it cuddles or, you know, just comforting, putting them into bed, whatever it needs to be. And then go back to what you can do with that now changed environment, that changed situation. Mm. But the point is that we set an agenda based on what we think to be the things we need to get done or we're in a situation where someone else sets our agenda for us so if we're employed and your boss says right you've got to do 10 phone calls today and you've got an hour to do them in then they're forcing you to do that within that time frame but if you're not comfortable doing it if you're not in the right place you're in your head not in the heart you're feeling off you're feeling nervous frustrated anxious whatever it might be that's going to hold you back from making those 10 phone calls and getting those 10 phone calls done within the hour doesn't mean you're not capable of doing it but also doesn't mean you are capable of doing it it depends on so many different outside influences but it's it's a it's a, a goal or a priority that's been set by somebody else and somebody, so your bosses in that instance, your boss's priorities are, I don't know, earn money for the business. So by doing that, you've got to do the sales calls to get the money or to get the orders in to get the money in. Then that's their priority. Your priority might be you worrying about a child at home who's ill. Or there might be something else going on that is affecting your ability to do that job in that moment. So in terms of universal priorities, then no, it's probably, it possibly isn't the right priority. But because we're in a society where if you're in a job and you're being paid for it, you're expected to be there doing the job for the moment you step through the door to the moment you leave contractually, then there is an expectation that you will sit there and you will do it regardless of what's going on around you. But that doesn't mean that we're in the right state to do that. Which then can lead to frustration because... You know, if a boss then comes around and says, look, it's been an hour and 10 minutes and you've only done eight calls, what, what, what's going on? Well, mm. yeah, but I couldn't get through to somebody. I couldn't, and we start going into that whole doubting ourselves and doubting our ability, but we're now in our heads because we're now trying to justify why we didn't, we only got eight done in more time than we were given. So we're now in our heads trying to fathom out why we didn't do it and put you know, potentially start um, doubting ourselves and our own ability. Does that make sense? Do you see where I'm? So, yeah, yeah, because, because, because when you've got that kind of situation where you've got a boss who is, 
is questioning why you haven't achieved the agenda that they set. It makes you feel a bit useless, doesn't it? It makes you you think if 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 you're I suppose it depends how good your self-worth is, because it might be that some people would turn around and say, um, say, actually, I've done really well, because although it, I've only got three to eight people, I've made 20 phone calls. So you might have somebody that stands up and says that, but you might have somebody that's a bit more timid, they're not having a very good day. And then it chips away a bit at the self-worth, doesn't it, and the self-confidence. Yeah, so if I'm chipping away at your self-confidence, how is that? helping me help you get the business in that I need it's not it's not it's absolutely not no it's all all it's doing is actually creating a downward spiral isn't it so so actually my, my performance then is going to become worse yes so so this is where I mean this is something that I've discussed with with um, students recently to help them to understand how I uh, what my role is and it's where we need to be scaffolding um, learning for people. So in that kind of situation, you need a boss that's going to scaffold your learning to support you adequately whilst getting you to a place where you can confidently do what needs to be achieved or um, without very much support. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when you're working, so on your, when you're working on your own, you are your boss who's putting the pressure on you. You you setting yourself ten tasks that you have to do today. That's your boss. That's you in boss mode telling you what you've got to get done today. <laughs> yeah, it is. You're right. It is. But then when you're running your own business yourself, you know, there are certain things that you do need to get done. Yes, <laughs> of course. You're business that survives. Yes, of course. No, absolutely. And and there are that. But it's, it's down to recognising. So, for example... Let's, let's take some really extreme samples in terms of um, running a business, for example. So um, let's say you've got your VAT return, not VAT return, you've got your tax return to do as a self-employed person. Then you have a hard deadline of the 31st of January to have your VAT return reg, um, enter, uh, submitted and, return, yeah. and payment tax return, sorry, and paid rather 31st of January. Okay. But you know that that's going to happen every year, firstly. Secondly, you have from the 6th of April the previous year. So you've got eight months to get your tax return done, assuming that your tax year ends on the, the 5th of April. So let's just assume that for this. The point is you have a significant period of time to know that that deadline's coming up from when the end of the, the cutoff is for your, your information and being able to prepare the information for your tax return. So you can either use some of that time in that eight month period, or you can wait until December and then start to panic and get frustrated with, oh, I've got to get this done. I've got to get this done. I've got to get this done and put that extra pressure on yourself. The point is that we have choices. So yes, there are things that need to be done by certain times. And yes, there are times when You'll have a you know a client ring up and say, "Oh, I'm feeling really ill. Please, can you do some healing on me now?" Or a client who's I'm urgent, you know, I'm having struggling with this problem. Jez, please, can you fit a coaching session in with me because I need to deal with this now? So yes, you're going to get these things where someone else's priority makes it more urgent, and then you feel that that's the right thing to do. But generally, with running a business or even running a life, 
planning stuff, we normally have more time than we give ourselves. We try and force a load of stuff in that we don't actually need to. For example, if I say, right, every Thursday I've got to do the hoovering. Every doesn't matter what else is going on, I've got to do it on a Thursday. Let's just say one week that doesn't happen. Does it really matter if I don't do the hoovering on a Thursday and I, and I can fit it in on the Friday when something else happens or I might not do it till the weekend. Does it really make that much of a difference? Whereas if the tax return isn't finished and submitted by 11.59 on the 31st of January, that has consequences to me and my business. As in I'll get fined or, or potentially get fined or, or whatever it is. So when we're prioritizing stuff, it's weighing up what's important in that moment. OK, if this doesn't get done now, does it really matter? So your Etsy stuff, for example. If you had to shift that a day, if you didn't get it done today, is that the end of the world? OK, yes, you want to get the stuff up on Etsy so that people can buy it so that you can sell it. And that's part of running a business, uh, putting stuff out for sale, getting money in. But how significant is it that it doesn't get done today if you could get it done tomorrow and it's weighing up what's most important so I've got these five things that are happening if I don't do this today what's the impact if I don't do that today what's the impact if I don't do that today what's the impact right so now I've got an idea of that's probably going to be the least the, the least impactful one so if I don't do that today it's not really a problem actually this client causing this or, or wanting me to help them with this thing, that's more of a problem. So that's what I need to focus on in this moment. Get that done and then pick one of the other ones to do. The trouble is we, and I think part of this is societal as well and the pressure that we're put under from school onwards. Well, I would say from school onwards, yeah, definitely. Is definitely. that you've got to get this done. You've got to, you've got to do this. You've got to get, you've got to do as much as you can in this hour. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. You've got to... Really? Do we really have to do that? Because that's a construct. That's a human construct. It's not a universal construct. Linear time. Mm. You've got an hour to do an exam. You've got two hours to do an exam and regurgitate as much information as you can in those two hours. That's a lot of pressure to put a kid under of, of you know, 15 to 17, depending on O-level, mm. oh, sorry, GCSEs or A-levels. It's a lot of pressure to put on someone where all they're actually doing is learning stuff to regurgitate it. When particularly nowadays, well, if you really needed it, you could look it up on the internet and say, oh, that's what I need to know. So, but there's a lot of pressure put on us. And Which then I think, it, it kind of triggers us putting pressure on ourselves as we get yeah. older because we've been we've always been under that pressure haven't we so you look at just remember mum mum and dad when we were growing up as kids so dad had his job mum didn't work well certainly when i was until tim went to school younger brother went to school the youngest of us went to school then mum and only then she started doing part-time work but she was at home the whole time so you know in that era it was quite often the the father out at work in a family situation the father was out at work the mum was at home with the kids and it was seen as doing the household keeping the household running and that's what mum well, did that is a, a full-time job actually 
it really bringing up your children and running so you look at you look at nowadays where firstly women want to work and they want to have and and i'm this is not uh, absolutely i'm for that you know if anyone wants to do what they want to do that's great but the pressure now is that you've got that family situation where you've got kids at school you've got both parents working you're trying to juggle getting the kids to school getting to work doing your job getting back getting the kids back from school taking the kids to any activities they've got to do as well as getting home cooking meals doing the washing, doing the ironing, doing the cleaning, doing what between you, whatever. But th- those jobs need to be done. Mm. Making sure the kids have the school uniform, making sure they've got clean PE kit. You know, you've got all this added pressure on because we're trying to fit everything in, two jobs plus running a house and mm. dealing with kids, if we've got kids, in the same time that we would have historically one for one focused on the earning the money part of it and the other focused on the keeping the home part of it and as a as a whole it worked well with less pressure Mm. so this i mean this this absolutely is not a conversation i'm not criticizing anyone you know that's the way it is we we you know we we're in the same situation so yeah absolutely so it's focusing on what is actually important in this moment. So, for example, if a child has to be at football practice at six o'clock and you're five minutes late. Is that really the end of the world? Is it really a big issue? And yet for some parents, it can be for some coaches. It could be for some children. It could be because they <laughs> they'll take on board what the coach and what their parents are doing you know oh we're late we're late we're late but in the grand scheme of things if something's happened that's delayed you maybe that was more important in that moment than Mm. being at football practice on time i'm not talking about necessarily you know so if a match starts at three six o'clock then yeah you need to be there before the match to warm up and everything but the point is we we set so much down to time we have to do this by this time school finishes at that so i have to be there at that time the shop shuts at whatever time so i have to be there before that there's so much restriction that we put on ourselves with time that i think we're we're going right back to what you started with what we were talking about earlier is just this expectation of what we can achieve in that time. But we're setting Mm. that based on our experience of kind of a perfect day. But there's not many of those. When, when do we ever have really have a perfect day? Yeah. And what is a perfect day? Exactly. Yeah. A perfect day. It's been one of those mornings this morning, but if I actually think about it, there's been a lot that I've needed to learn this morning. So actually, it's not been that bad a day. <laughs> I've learned a lot. But, it, but it, 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 it's, easy, it's easy when you reflect, isn't it? If you reflect and, and you, you're in the now and you just sit and reflect from your heart about what's gone on and look at it and think, okay, what's the learning from that? 
if you, if you've had a day where it's where it, you have ended up getting frustrated and you can take a deep breath and look at it and and then look for the learning there's always plenty to learn from it isn't there and you might not have achieved what you think you want to achieve but if you can look at the learning that you've experienced then you've probably achieved far more than you realize yes and that's the thing if if things aren't going to plan <laughs> then chances are it's because <laughs> out the window <laughs> then <laughs> well if things aren't going to if, if things aren't going as you planned then maybe it's because there's a learning maybe it's because you chose the wrong priorities maybe there are other things that have come up that are more important than the things you originally set down as being the things you needed to get done that day mm. so i think in terms of I think it's okay to have a plan of things you want to get done. But think in terms of that. These are the things I want to get done. But trust that what you need to get done will get done. And that's a, that's a good point. And that, that it, it kind of shifts the perspective as well, isn't it? Doesn't it? Because what I feel I need to get done may not be what need what actually needs to be done. No, that's if what I you want shift, to get done. Yeah, but if I can shift my perspective to having an idea of the things I want to get done, then I'll know that everything that needs to be done will get done. If that makes sense. Yes, yes. that makes sense, doesn't it? So it's and then, that will keep you, keep you in flow that way as well, won't it? Yes, should well, yeah. I mean, you, you may still get knocked out of flow when things interrupt you or things happen, but it's recognizing that you're out of flow, recognizing that you're in your head, and then going, okay, deep breath or or break state, go out for a walk, go into nature, go stand in the garden for five minutes, whatever it is, make yourself a cup of drink, tea, coffee, whatever. It's breaking state and then coming back to it with a fresh. Right. What do I need to do? And. Yeah, I, th I think it is a case of with the things that we want to get done, then when we're writing our list of things we want to achieve in that day or, or tomorrow, if we're doing it the night before is OK. So what why am I doing it? Why is it important that I get this done today? Well, there's a time deadline. It's got to be done by five o'clock because of X, Y and Z. Then okay, you've now got some constraints there for that particular thing. Well, if you've got six or seven things that all have different time limits or some of them don't have time limits, they could be done today. It'd be nice to do it today, but there's no time limit there. Maybe that doesn't need to be done today. Doesn't mean you won't get it done today, but maybe it is lower down on the priority list of, well, okay, if, it'd be nice to get it done today, but if it didn't happen till tomorrow, it's not the end of the world. Because what that does is take the pressure off ourselves because we're the boss putting pressure on ourselves. Mm. And even if we're in an employed role, we are still our boss putting our pressure mm. on ourselves. Mm. And, and when you take that pressure off yourself, it's a lot easier to be kind to yourself, isn't it? Because when you put a lot of pressure on yourself and then when you get frustrated, actually what you're doing is beating yourself up and that's not doing your self-worth or your self-confidence or your self-esteem any good either so so 
so by taking that pressure off yourself, you're being kind to yourself, you're allowing um, what needs to happen to happen and you're allowing yourself to step back into flow and back into the moment. Yeah, because as soon as you start questioning your self-worth, then you're in your head. Yeah. As soon as you start questioning, you're in your head. Why is this happening? Why is that not happening? Why didn't that happen? Why does this have to happen? Why why can't I get on with this? Why can't people leave me alone? Why can't why does the phone have to ring? Why does it's all in your head? Oh, phone's ringing. That's all right. I'll just get on with this. They'll leave a message. It's a choice. Yeah, it does come back to a choice. You know, if the phone rings, it doesn't. You know, we we've been. I mean, I remember in the days when I'm just conscious of time because we're at the end now. But um, when the phone rang in the house, it was a big thing in back in the day when we didn't have mobile phones and stuff like that. It was like, oh, my goodness, the phone's ringing. We'd better pick it up. But just because the phone is ringing doesn't mean we have to pick it up. We We have a choice. Someone else might be ringing because it's priority to them in that moment. But that doesn't mean it's our priority in that moment. And we do have, particularly with mobile phones nowadays, we have call screening. So, for example, if you had a quick look at the phone and it said school, oh, maybe there's an, maybe it is urgent because maybe there's something wrong with one of the children and I might have to go and pick them up. Then, yeah, maybe you make the choice that that is more important in that moment. You can choose whether you answer the phone or not. They can choose to leave a message or not. Yeah, it does come back to choice again, doesn't it, as well? Um, and instead of putting yourself under pressure, it's just stepping back and then looking at right, what choice have I got? What choice shall I make? What's going to keep me feeling... That, that I'm heading in the right direction with this and achieving what needs to be achieved rather than what I necessarily want to be achieved. And I think, I also, think this has been a... Sorry, no, just one final thing. I think it's also looking back at what you've achieved is important. So, yes, you might have had your want list and you might only have achieved what needed to be achieved. But when you look back over the last couple of weeks or the last week or the last day, you know, actually, I did this, this, this and this. And now I can see, looking back reflectively, I can see that these were important that I had these done. And I can see why they were the ones that got done. And I can see why this didn't. So use looking back, but look at it from a point of view of what you have achieved rather than what you haven't. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think this has been um, a really interesting topic. <laughs> We've gone um, longer than we would normally. So. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it's yeah, but, but, um, but still, um, yeah, definitely an interesting subject to, to explore. I think um, it will give people a lot to, to think about. And it certainly highlighted a few things to me. So thanks for that, Joe. Uh, That's okay. It's good. I like it. All good. All good. Okay, then. So we kind of need to wrap things up. So now it's until next time. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Mm-hmm.